Yo, what's up guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking to a good friend of mine, Cameron Flevel. He's a PT over in Australia and uh, we're going to be talking finding your passion, side hustles and a little bit about DC joining the blues. Uh, sorry my audio is a little bit shit, but uh, bear with us. Thanks. Yo, what's up guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, this week we have good friend of the podcast, fellow South Aucklander, and all-round good Cam- Cameron Flavel. How's it going, bro? Good, bro. How are you going? Yeah, fucking not bad, bro. It's good to see you, eh? Yeah, long time, man. Long time with yeah. this whole COVID, COVID rubbish, but... Yeah, uh, this COVID shit, and then... I didn't get to see you last time you were here, eh? Nah, nah, not for... Not the last two times, I don't think. Oh, no, no, we did. I went to footy training. We shed a few schooners, schooner matadas, whilst we watched yeah. the fellas train, but yeah, that a few was probably the last time. A few days from the sideline. <laughs> yeah, bro. So, yeah, fuck, so um, what's been happening, bro? Oh, man, not too much, bro. Like, to be honest, last few weeks have been pretty hectic. Um, obviously, the whole world's been pretty hectic with whatnot and a lot of uncertainty, but sort of just kept my head down. Um, just stuck with the hustle, I guess. Obviously, a bit of footy got canned, but we've just started training again, which has been like a good sort of, um, I guess, like distraction from work and whatnot. Um, but always working hard and just like keeping on, keeping on, I guess. Mate, that's all you can do, eh? Yeah, bro. Um, how was your How was your COVID, bro? How was your COVID experience in Australia, bro? I was like one of the first blokes in Queensland to go into self isolation, eh? So, um. Yeah, it was yeah, weird, yeah. bro. It was so weird. So we had a we had a game in Why Sydney. No, nah, yeah. So we had our national final down in um Sydney for club, and um, uh, bro, one of the Sydney Uni players um on like the Monday tested positive, so that was who we played, and so bro, our whole team had to do <laughs> like I was at work, I was at work, and like, bro, like I don't think New Zealand was even in lockdown yet. Like it was pretty pretty new. Yeah, I, some, I I remember, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was on ACC just fucking around at home playing FIFA and shit. And then they're just like, wow. Um, yeah, bro. And then I saw you like in self ISO and like it was all kind of starting to kick up in there. Yeah, bro. So like I got the phone call while I was at work in the middle of the day and I was like the coach and um it was just like it was like it was like he was telling me someone had died. Like he was like, Hey bro, like, hey mate, nah, you free to chat? And I was like, Why the hell is he calling me just like middle of the day? And then he's like, Oh, just um yeah, uh, just want to let you know that uh, you've got to go home. Uh, one of the Sydney Uni players is tested positive, bro, and it was one of the front rowers too. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, right up in his grill. But no, nah, all our boys passed. Um, we had to go get tested and stuff, and all our boys were safe. Um, but just sitting at home for two weeks was pretty rough, especially whilst, like, I guess all the mad, mad rush of it all happened. Because in that two weeks is when, um, like, everything shut down and sort of all the um lockdowns came about we didn't go as hectic as you guys um no. reasonably close but um sort of all obviously working at a gym we shut down um for a fair bit so it was a bit of a roller coaster of emotions there but hey we're getting close to back to normal yeah what, what what's it like over in Aussie now bro oh uh, in Queensland <coughs> bro, it's it's a bit weird over here so um obviously like there's country cases but Queensland like they have their state government so We've only got five active cases left, but you can't travel um, amongst the states yet. Like our, our border's still closed. And um, gatherings of 20 is like our, our max. So at the Next gym, time. yeah, yeah. So like at the gym, it's just 20 in the rooms and like bars 20. But um, yeah, like it's, it's, it's getting better. We're pretty close. 10th of July, I think, is the date where we're, we're up to the ton um, of, yeah. of people. So that's when... You know, you can actually go out and enjoy a few um, tins um, on a Friday, Saturday, but then that's when footy will start as well, which is exciting. Yeah, you've um, you've gotten quite good at punishing tins at home, though, haven't you? Oh, <laughs> I think too good, eh? To be honest, man, I've aced the vortex, which I don't know if I should be too stoked about or just like really, uh, <laughs> just try to learn from my mistakes. But no, I'm I'm happy with it. It's a good oh, party right, yeah. when I come back to Kiwiland. 
oh, well, there's not many white guys out there that have been <laughs> <laughs> more tickets like you, bro. So. Oh, bro, yeah. I put myself amongst the Usos. Cool props to you, brother. Yeah, cool cheers, props. bro. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess oh, I already told you what we wanted to talk about. Um, but I guess I wanted to start at, like, the start of your journey because I guess your journey to where you are now kind of started with footy. Would you say that? Basically. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. hundred percent. So yeah. But you, but, but you weren't necessarily like, like a, a footy player per se coming out of school. Not at all, bro. Like I've always had the passion. Um, and like, I, so when I was in sort of those younger grades, which um, most guys sort of love to I know, t- tell their grandkids about like when they played roller mills and stuff, like I was sort of in those, in those the golden days, you know. Yeah, I, I was, I'm, I'm sure I've seen you in like um, I don't know, bro. Maybe like Hayden's fucking rolling mills photo. Yeah, like, bro. Maybe not. No, I don't know if it was Hayden's, but like I did all those like the glory day um, teams, like you know, like the counties age groups. I think I counties under 15s was the um, last one I made, and that was um, well, I was a halfback back then, bro. Like I was a little scrawny scrawny kid um and then when i made school like uh, you remember i played water polo and swimming and stuff and those are probably my main sports and i always played footy um alongside but i was just never really that just that good enough i don't know what it was i don't know um but yeah like always had the passion so in school um i guess we left and water polo and swimming weren't sports that many people would actually yeah, yeah, and like I've I've gotten involved with a few more water polos over the years. Yeah, polo players over the years. Fucking shout out my man, Shawnee Nukes. Yeah, Shawnee Nukes, Maddie Lou, Maddie Lou, all the <laughs> fellas. Fucking uh, Smallsy. Oh, Smallsy. Yeah, bro. Um, but it's like a weird sport to be playing after school, eh? Like, and an expensive sport, bro. So it's like one of those things. Um, well, well, they, remember... they get no funding, eh? Nah, but not at all. Um, shout out to New Zealand Sport if you want to fund the boys. Um, yeah. but... my, man, my, my man's <laughs> fucking representing New Zealand and he had to fucking fly himself to Korea. Oh, those boys had to pay for their own towels. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bad enough as it is having to wear Speedos all the time and they have to pay for them too. So, oh, mate, you're not wrong. Yeah. But um, yeah, so nah, I played water polo and stuff, but once school finished, um, Oh, shout out to the old Ardmore Maris Footy Club. It was always a goal of mine to nice. go to the old red, white, and blue. Then Alicia, yeah, red, white, and blue hoops. So good um, days, man. good days. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, straight out of school, I remember um, just getting straight into it. Uh, obviously, family club um, played there as a kid, um, and we had old um, big shout out to Vili Rarasia. Um, come stay with us. Uh, we kind of took him in, adopted him. He's still living at home. Shout out to mum and dad. <laughs> He's still living at home, bro. How many years later? Ten years later. So, um, <laughs> nah, but um, I kind of got into just training with him, bro. Like, almost every day. We made it like a, just like a routine. And um, I guess straight out of school, I went into study too. So, um, did the old classic sport and rec um, with uh, three of my best mates. And then gave it two months. And I pulled straight out because I hated it. Um, and so I spent that, I spent that year basically just training, um, and I made it into the county's academy, um, yeah. which was like how the biggest shock. How did you go about that? Oh, bro! Like literally, I was. I think it was just from training, man. Like I just trained hard, um, played reasonably well, and then all of a sudden, um, yeah, the academy manager at the time just told me to start coming down to trainings, and um, I was still playing a flanker at this point. Um, so I was, I was, uh, yeah, open side. Um, made my a debut for the prems that year as well first year out of school um and we won our under 21s comp which was pretty cool um but yeah bro that was like i guess the start of the footy and then i sort of didn't really know if i was still like good enough i was like oh sweet like i'm i've made an academy but it was kind of came from nowhere like i didn't mm. didn't expect it um and so i just trained that year just played and then it just sort of got drilled into me that this is something that i like i guess i can do if i, I work pretty hard and i was pretty lucky to have some um, like good trainers and stuff around me who, who looked after me as well because I had to put on a fair bit of weight. I was 70, 76 kgs when I left school. 
And um, I think I got a, got up to my heaviest at one point, which is 108, 108 clicks. So fair decent motor. I don't know how good of it, how like fast I was and whatnot, but hey, it was it was good yeah, enough to get around the paddock. Uh, he's always been fast. <laughs> I can I can listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time you've given me a compliment, eh? <laughs> can you I say it again? Compliments in the shower. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and um yeah bro and then i guess second year um out of school what's that 20 2014 um was when uh well yourself um made it down to the to the south south or the cleveland <laughs> cleveland pub bro cleveland hotel um, yeah, yeah and um we played a year of footy there together um and i guess that was sort of my like no oh, i don't know if it was a breakthrough year but it was probably one of my best years of um, club footy. And I played a lot of 21s that year too um, and, and prem games. But I think the thing was where I found my enjoyment um, in the sport too. Um, like like that was where I was like, far out. I love this. Um, and I was still studying. Um, I went back to study and I picked an event management degree, Bachelor of Arts, just because it was the easiest one to get to. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. We went back with um shout out to um Maddie Lou, Johnny Goose and Sam Thomas. The three of us or four of us all copied each other's assignments and got a piece of paper at the end. So um it is what it is. But yeah. Um and I think I guess um where we'll get to a bit later on is um like this year and that um year, um I trained pretty pretty hard and that's where sort of health and fitness I guess was like starting to get really really drilled into me. Um and and yeah bro so a few years in counties um uh took up my blazer got my blazer at arty um played i think i was like or close to 70 premier games and then i took the i sort of took a leap bro um well you remember i uh, went to college rifles <laughs> for a season um played with played with rifles um it was, it was bang. yeah the bang bang yeah it was a big big leap for mine um I guess to go away from the family club and stuff. Um, and I was working there at the time too. Um, oh, you were working at Rifles? No, no, at Artie. I was, um, oh, you're the fucking, yeah. bro. You're the fucking, like, club, uh, club, club manager, bro. Club manager, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Club manager, at, um, and then left the club to play, which was, I guess, a conflict of interest. But hey, it is what it is. And then, uh, um, so you're obviously, um, playing at Ardmore, I had a few years um, in the county system, which was, which was really good for me as well, really good for my confidence. But yeah. I just sort of um, wanted to get outside my comfort zone and try, try something um, new. And, and Auckland was good, um, real good. What year would that have been? That would have been... Uh, uh, I think it was 2018. Like 2018? Yeah, about 2018 you left Ardmore. Yeah, because it was what, from 2013 to 2017, it was just the same stuff, just sort of playing fair few games making like those county squads and playing like sevens and stuff and I sort of just got stuck in that routine so I wanted to do something different and and it worked I made that um that Auckland squad I don't know if you remember but I had that health scare that year yeah bro um, and um which was, was pretty your, pre- was it with heart? my heart yeah bro with my heart so for those listening I had a um oh we still don't really know what happened but basically long story short um old man's got a um, small heart condition and they diagnosed me with the same thing based off his history um, and so I had to stop playing footy um, I got a ban from New Zealand rugby for three months just um, so they could sort of look into it um, study what happened and that 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 probably like hurt a little bit um, just because I, I had had a pretty good year of footy and um, things were sort of aligning but um, right like you learn from your experiences I guess um, good or good or bad um and that's when i uh i guess started looking abroad um as well and it took me to uh manchester um in england where i <laughs> had a fair a fair bit of fun um that was also <laughs> once again that was also cut short um in my second game i uh, got a shoulder injury um i don't know if you remember that as well and i, I had, a, had a big farewell party and then nick minute <laughs> Cam, what are you doing here? Hey, bro. What's <laughs> yes. doing, dude? Yeah, what's doing? Um, have I missed anything? I don't think I have on the way. 
what, what, what was your um what was your transition from counties to Auckland like how did you find like the difference in footy the difference in the programs I guess or the well, I guess the pro- the programs bro like Rifles had a, had a pretty good one um, at the time. And I've also spent a little bit of time with Varsity as well. Um, shout out to the Vipers. <laughs> haven't haven't had my game, game there yet, but one day. One day. One day soon. One day soon um, play with the fellas. Uh, but yeah, so I guess the system up there is obviously a lot better. You would probably agree with me. And that, I think the footies are a lot more physical down in counties. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say that, that the footy is a lot more physical down in counties, but coming up to Auckland, bro, it's um, fucking fitness is king, eh? And, oh, um, bro, yeah. And fast, I think fast-paced yeah. footy, um, still physical, still physical, and then yeah. but because it's a bigger region, I guess there's a lot more bigger players running around, and, and you find players. there's more, um, you, you find there's a lot more young, young like young blokes playing like first grade in that Auckland comp too. Um, yeah, you sort of get to counties and it's the veterans, bro. It's guys yeah. have played a lot of footy and um, know how to. I know the dark arts and the rucks and stuff. So, oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. But so, that's the way. Seasoned professionals. Yeah, bro. 100%. But, um, yeah. Um, we were, yeah, yeah. So, oh, back to uh, yeah, England. So, I was only there for a little, little while. Um, yeah. How'd you, find, how'd you find the footy over there? Oh, different, bro. Completely different. Um, still pretty physical. Um, I think weather had had a big part to play with. Like bro, it was cold the whole time, but <laughs> it, it, it doesn't compare, man. Like it, it was. Um, yeah, it's and and just the whole system they have there too. Like there's no real like, oh, I don't know, bro. Like it's just a weird weird setup. Um, I was in the north of England, obviously in Manchester. Shout out to your boys, Manchester United. <laughs> coming back, bro. Coming back. Coming back. Yeah, and um, hiding for a top four spot, so we should be good. <laughs> um, but yeah, bro. So um, it's just different, bro. It's just completely different. And I enjoyed my experience, and I actually like met some some really good people who I still um, keep in contact with today. Um, they're always sort of a lot of the even the coaches there are always messaging me, asking me like what's going on <laughs> when I'm coming back, and. Um, I guess like well they just watch my games every weekend too, which is which is pretty cool. So Yeah. And then yeah, man, but whilst whilst I was over there, I um uh shout out to Taylor Court. Um she's one of my good friends um from New Zealand. She was actually studying up in uh, Leeds, which is like an hour's drive um from Manchester. And I'd go visit her every now and then just to say good day, have a few um pints, uh, a few Guinness. And um, I met I met a few people from uh, Brisbane, um, and one of them in particular, um, her dad was involved with uh, the University <clears throat> of and Rugby Club, and uh, one way or another, we sort of um, exchanged emails, um, got a few things sorted, and then February last year, made the trip over to Queensland, and like, yeah, haven't looked back, absolutely loved it. Yeah, mate. Yeah, played. A, we won a won a title last year as well. Shout out to the Red Heavies. Um, bloody, we came from I think it was second last at one point. Man, had to win twelve games in a row, like a fairy tale sort of a season. Um, similar to the one we had with Adi that year, but we just didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you still going out every Friday night before a game? No, oh, bro, no, no, no. Hey, I was sober <laughs> driving those nights. <laughs> Forgot about that too. Yeah, man. Yeah. That was our routine, nah, but that was why we did it because that was our routine. It was like if we well, don't, because yeah, because like I got to a point where I'm like, oh man, like, bro, like we're in such a shithole place right now. Like, let's just fucking go out. All good, bro. We go out. <laughs> we oh, we we can't win. Well, we can't win this weekend either. So fuck, we'll just go again. But we went oh, again, man. and then it got to a point where we're like, oh fuck, well. I think if we don't go out on Friday night, then we probably won't win. So, and we were winning, bro. Like, <laughs> we, we just kept winning. Even so, the night of the final, man. <laughs> even the night of the final, bro. I was still like, yeah, <laughs> pumped up in the middle of long room, fucking dancing my little heart away, bro. <laughs> thinking about the game, though. Thinking about the Think, game. Yeah, bro. Just thinking about performance, scrums and shit. <laughs> not the not the people across the room from you. Um, that you, <laughs> you can take your eyes off. We don't think about them <laughs> at all. <laughs> nah, bro, not at all. <laughs> yeah, bro. And then, um, yeah, so came to Queensland. Um, 
and then I've just loved my footy here ever since. I've obviously had a few jobs all the way through, um, which is, I guess, our next topic. Yeah, um, so, so, so talk us through, you get, you get to Queensland, and then like, what's the play from there? Well, um, the club um, were good enough, and they set me up with a pretty good job. I actually um, went into banking um, with uh, Bank of Queensland specialists. So it's like a, a finance part of the bank. You're yeah. looking at me like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Management to banking. <laughs> well, I've never actually used my degree, bro. Like it helps me get my, I guess, management jobs um, in terms of sport and stuff. But I was at Westpac in New Zealand for a year, um, like doing some, like I was just a teller at the start and then finished off doing some consultant work. Um, and like I, I enjoyed it, but then like it wasn't really like, I was like, I was like, it's banking. Um, yeah. And I've always it's, both. It's just a job, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But like, I, did, I still at that point didn't really know what I wanted to do. But I, I think looking back on it, I did. Because like, well, you, like you're vouching me here. Like, I just love like training, bro. Like, I just love fitness. I love all this other jazz. And I, I don't know how, why it took me so long. But anyway, yeah, went to, um, uh, came to Queensland and was uh, working in the banking sector here for a year. And I guess how it came about was... Um, I work at this, uh, well, there was this gym across the road from the bank called um, Total Fusion, um, which is where I work now um, full-time. And um, I started going two, three times a day um, doing classes and stuff there in the morning, at lunch, at night, just to break up a busy day. Um, like, like participating in classes? Yeah, participating, just as a member. And they, all the people that work there... They were like, can't even get me to the gym like once a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah bro. Like well, that's... Three times a day. That's the thing, bro. I was like, the people there were just like, you're a crazy man. Like, what are you doing? But I just used it as a... For me, it was... Because um, work at the bank was getting pretty stressful and stuff. It was like yeah. my, my break. And then I sort of didn't realize that, like, my break of um, finding something happy was actually, obviously, fitness. And I think it took me until uh, November last year. And then I was like, fire out. Like, I like, I really like, love this place and I love training. Why have I not thought about um, jumping into the industry? So one of my good friends um, who works at Total Fusion as well, works for Australian Institute of Fitness, Sean Radford. Um, shout out to Sean. He, uh, so that I had a um, big sit down chat with him um, and he, um, basically sort of been a, a bit of a mentor for me um we had a chat about like a timeline of things of what i what i should do in um in terms of study and whatnot um and then yeah just um was lucky enough to uh, pick up a job at total fusion um i'm still there still there now and absolutely love it the place has been good to me um and i think one thing that i've what i've enjoyed is um meeting a whole bunch of new people um and helping um change their lives i guess um and then we get to the side hustle part of it where camp level fitness comes in <laughs> um and <laughs> and to be honest bro like that that mainly came about um through covid um yeah. it was like one of those things so like i've always obviously like i've been a trainer and stuff and always had a passion but i i guess uh like i didn't like the idea of um i don't know putting myself out there personally pre-COVID. I was yeah. like, I was, I was pretty comfortable, I guess. Um, and then COVID hit and um, obviously at the start um, or in Australia, um, when the gyms closed, like everyone just lost their jobs. You can't work at a gym that's not operating. Um, and they hadn't released the the job uh, keeper, which is what they do over here, sort of like government funding pay. Um, they, they paid our, our companies to keep us on. And I was lucky enough to get back on that. But what it did in a, in a, in a I think it was like a three-week period, was it, it made me um, sort of jump out of my comfort zone and, and start the Camp Level Fitness page. And um, yeah, like I've been lucky enough to have a, a bunch of clients who, who love the sessions I do. I post a, you've seen them all. You've done a couple of them, haven't you? Yeah, yeah I've, I've, um, I've transmarred a few, bro. Yeah, how long did they take? Come out of the worst for wear. Oh yeah, no. So like, yeah, I was um, I guess like started off um, just posting workouts, man, and then all of a sudden I was getting people like, hey, can you send me stuff? And I was like, oh, fire up! People actually like enjoy this, um, and I really enjoyed it. 
Um, and it got to the point where like, like my side hustles actually cost me like a lot of money um, in the sense where I'm, I'm doing a lot for people more out of building my own brand, but also like enjoyment. Like some days I'm up at um, like four and I don't get home till like eight, eight thirty, um, sometimes nine. Um, and that's because I obviously have my full-time job back, um, which I absolutely love, but I'm still doing my side hustle because I also love that too. Um, I did, I still run free um, group fitness classes um, like most weeks um, for people. And they've always um, sort of been like, why do you do this? And uh, one was like the reason I love it. Um, two is um, I thought it's a good way to get my name out there um, to different groups of people. Um, yeah, bro. Like, so any publicity is like good publicity, I guess. So yeah, got, got my name out there and then it's, I've just slowly built from there. Um, I didn't want to, um, it sounds a bit like some people think I'm silly for it, but when, when COVID hit, I didn't want to use, um, other people's um, disadvantages to my advantage and start trying to charge too much, um, to be their trainer whilst gyms are closed. Cause it's not their fault. Yeah. Um, and, and the way uh, I've at it, I guess everybody like feels the pinch. Yeah. So, and exactly yeah i i think COVID was a good opportunity for people to be like you know like we're all kind of fucking level playing field here now so yeah bro yeah you know instead of like fucking trying to step all over each other like we might as well 100 and and everyone's seen it too bro like even probably yourself um with this guy like like people will probably jump to your like jump to help you like it must have been a pretty rough time for you too oh yeah bro like well because obviously we can import anything or, or import anything yeah. um so it kind of made me it forced me to be better at like providing something more than just selling clothes exactly bro. and and look this is probably where this podcast i just come from too yeah bro, 100%. and so like we kind of learn from those um experiences but like yeah that's that's why i um sort of did what i did some people think i'm silly for it, sacrificing my time but um uh, a good a good friend of mine i won't say his name i hope he listens but he probably won't want me to say his name because it was a good bit of individual advice where was he said like keep your clients close like friends because um they'll repay you in the long run um so that's where i sort of thought like i'll take the take the pinch now like work work my ass off um don't care about those early mornings and late nights because i know that eventually um it'll it'll work well for me and i think that's sort of the mindset i've had this whole covid um just to I know keep keeping on um don't don't feel hard done by by the situation because the whole world's in it so yeah, it's um, yeah how proactive you can be and 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 what you can learn from it yeah man, 100% uh, I feel like um like I, I I wouldn't even like I wouldn't even call it a pinch really mm. but like I guess from my point of view like I use a lot of time on SK like fuck when I get home and shit um and I'm always answering people's like dms and a lot of time people like people that dm me don't even ever buy anything from me like they just you know like they just want to know something about clothes or fucking talk about you know anime t-shirts or whatever but it's all like i i enjoy doing that shit and um yeah bro it's it's all over like i i think that when like like as we're building these like kind of businesses it's I don't want to be like a faceless kind of fucking 100%, bro. just a money yeah. machine, bro. Like, yeah, I'm a brand. I'm a, I'm a brand for people by people. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's it, bro. And I think like yeah, we've obviously both got the same mindset. Like, especially whilst you're building, you're like, got to build rapport, bro, with like as many people as you can. And it's not, it's not fake rapport either. Like, like yeah, hundred percent. It's not, like, it's you're, not you're like a genuinely interested, eh? Yeah, hundred percent. And like you said, you've got a whole people who have messaged you, and um, obviously haven't bought anything. But I bet you not once have you have you tried to like push push your arm, like chance your arm, because you know by speaking to this one one guy or girl, um, they're gonna probably go out and, and and like sell your brand to other people. They'll be like, oh, have you seen this guy's like like um, products and whatnot? But if you had been a bit of an asshole to them and um, I don't know, tried to shove something down their throat and make them buy it, but if they didn't want to buy it, they're not gonna come back to you. A second yeah, one. yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, and I, I think that's where like a lot of people who are like starting out these pages and yeah, and like even probably probably to an extent in the fitness industry as well. Like, 
they're just all about the sale. Like, yeah, bro. So well, like, I don't like, know. yeah, I don't know if you noticed, bro, but every man and his dog became a PT and um in COVID and home workouts oh, and stuff. Fucking okay. <laughs> and it's just home how like coming to Mars. Yeah, like it's just how you can um I guess get your message across to the right people because like, bro, um, I don't want to be that guy that's just gonna jump down. A lot of people are after free, bro. Like. And um, and this time, like they're not going to go buy something that they can get free, and that's sort of what, the other approach why I had it because I was like, I want to give back to the people who, I guess, need it need it most. Yeah, man, hundred percent. And then, like, when it does come time for them to, you know, like, like you give out all this advice for free, but then at the end of the day, especially with fitness, like when it comes to the crunch, a lot of people might have all this information but still have no idea what to do with it. What to do with it, yeah, bro. And then, like, if you have built that kind of rapport with them, then trust yeah, bro. Then they, then they're like, oh well, obviously, fucking Cam's gonna do me a solid year. He's gonna look yeah. after me, so why yeah. would I? Yeah, hundred percent. And it, I've, I've been lucky. Like, there was like groups of people that I was, I was even charging, bro. And like, I wasn't charging much, and like they, um, they upped their price without me even asking because they wanted to, like. They're like, we want to do this for you, and it, and that's, I guess, like a like I looked at like like that's a win for me. Um, I've 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 built that I've built that level of trust by just um, I guess, I know allowing them in and being myself. Deep, eh, bro? Look at us. <laughs> I haven't had a, I don't think I've had a chat like this with you um, since I know we're on the the hill at R and V with our arms around each other, saying how much. Oh, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I love you, bro, chat. <laughs> I do love you, though, bro. I do love you, too, bro. <laughs> I do love you, bro. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's, um, yeah, bro, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it, it's, it's like a hard kind of um thing to describe, eh? Like, this whole side hustling business, like. It's hard work, like, for those people. Oh, bro, yeah, yeah. it's hard work. I think, um, I don't know if I am allowed to give any advice. I'm still reasonably new to it. So are you, but I think we can both say that, um, the the whole um you got to work hard to start off with like rome wasn't built in a day um yeah bro it's, and it's like not, um yeah results it's might yeah like it might take bro it could take five years for results but um once they come they're going to be so satisfying and you'll be happy you put in that hard like hard work early yeah bro and, and like, it's, it's just um like for me it's just like having something that i've that i've built you know like yeah and like that sense like, of pride, eh? Like it's your baby, bro. Oh, yeah, bro, 100%. Yeah. SK is me and Michaela's fucking baby. Yeah. It's weird to say about my sister, but... Um, <laughs> don't, yeah, say that, but... don't say that to too many people, eh? <laughs> <laughs> SK kind of sounds like it could be some dude's name, too. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> um, yeah, like SK's become my baby and I still get like... I still get the meanest buzz when like somebody deems me or like somebody fucking... Um, follows me bro it still buzzes me out that people follow me and like listen to my shit chat well you just hit story. you just hit a thousand day like yeah bro yeah yeah bro it was yeah. massive man yeah. i was like holy shit bro yeah and like, like yeah. We just, there's like you know there might be a few fake accounts in there but i'll take them no nah, bro but, no, you know, maybe yeah. at least like 900 people are like looking at my shit and vibing with it and i'm like yo yeah, it's man. fucking mean, bro. It's tight. And like, it's it's a, and it's a, yeah, it's a buzz that like, doesn't wear off, bro. Yeah. Like the whole kind of um, progressing in that, eh? And I think, so, um, yeah. I think the nice thing, like, you'll probably say the same, oh, I, I hope you would about myself, but um, when, you see, when you see people like us who have sort of grown up together, um, have our normal, like, day jobs, like, sparky, bro. Like, you get caught in that, um, uh, like, I, like, so you're sparky, I was obviously banker and, and, and whatnot. Like, you get caught in just like a, I wouldn't call it a rut, but just like a routine where um, you know you're capable of more, but it's finding that um, that urge to, I don't know, like it's a, it's a switch, bro. I think something just switches in you one day and you're like, and so like for me seeing you, bro, like when you came out with this guy, I was like, far out. Like this is like you jumping into just like a whole new world, which um, I don't know. And even like this podcast, bro, I remember years ago, we chatted about how you've got a voice for radio and stuff and like, well, like here you are doing it, doing it actually, actually like actually doing it out here doing yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just out here doing it. Out here doing it. So like, I, I think that's like a, another nice thing for um, I don't know, aspiring like people with side hustles is just like, 
just like be proud of like I don't know actually actually making the step. Yeah, and and I think that's all it is. Eh? Like, like there's not enough. Like I, I feel like people are, and I guess I was as well for like ages, but because I guess the, the way SK came about was when I was sitting at home on ACC with my fucking double leg break. Yeah. Um. I just I was spending the whole ACC check on vintage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just just for myself. Yeah. I, the money had come in on Thursday and it'd be gone by Thursday night just because I'm just buying all this shit. And then um. Did something just and then, like, yeah, right. And, and then I just, I was like, fuck, man, I've got all these fucking main gears. Like, I love this shit so much. And then I got the call to go back to work, and I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> why? Nah, like, like, why? I was like, nah, like, I, I, like, this can't be a day. Like, yeah, yeah, surely there's something else I can do. And then yeah. I was like, and like, the, the, the thing that switched it for me was I, um, I bought a, I bought a hat off one of the bros up here in Auckland, but yeah. it was, um, I'm sure we've been there, bro. You know, do you know that pub, the Prospector Howard? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Fucking good pub, man, the Prospector Howard. Shout out to the Prospect of Howard. Shout out to the Prospect, man. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking establishment. Oh, but don't ever take me there again. Nah, bro. <laughs> so, oh, bro, it's all like, yeah. I think I'm way too old for the Prospect these days, but... Um, I found this old Prospector Howick cord cap and it was like a dark green cord, had like the, the front, like the building kind of like embroidered on it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, fuck, this is so mean. Put it on my story and then one of the, like the young boys, fucking uh, young Cameron Church, one of his mates like, replied and he was like, bro, what the fuck is that? Like how much right now? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, bro, like 30 bucks, bro. Just give me what I paid for it. Bang. And then uh, when I gave it to him, bro, he like, oh man, he like, he fucking won the lotto, bro. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that was so mean. Like the, watching him have that reaction just to this one hat. Yeah. And I guess that's what flipped the switch for me. Eh? Like, you're like, I was like, yo, you, you found, you found the satisfaction and like, and something yeah, you, know, you would find satisfaction in. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, like I, it just seemed like a normal kind of transaction at first. Yeah. Like, he was pissing and moaning about it. But then when I gave it to him, just the buzz that he had, bro, gave me the meanest, the meanest feeling. And I was like, fuck, like, people actually, like, clothes are so massive for people. And, right, like, you know, like, yeah. And this is what I was getting at a bit earlier. Like, um, I guess like your passion's always sort of been in front of you, like bro, like you've always been into vintage so hard, like so much. Yeah, bro. But hundred percent. I've always like, been into it. Same with me. I've always been into like health and fitness, like so much. But then, bro, like we've been sitting like on our ass with it right in front of us, but just didn't know until that like switch flicked. Which, which, like, like I mean, like you said, it's just that sense of satisfaction that finds your purpose as to why you, why you want to do it in the first place. Yeah, man. Hundred like, percent, and, and now it's like uh, I just couldn't really. I can't imagine me doing anything else. So yeah, I'm like contemplating. Yeah, hundred percent contemplating like, oh, like counting down the days so I can stop fucking crawling around in people's rooms. And that's when you know you've um like well that's just another goal, bro. That's another goal tick. So that's a goal you've got, and that's how that's how side hustles should be, bro. Like you've got to have that want. Um, yeah, I guess to I guess to make it. That's what it, what sort of pushes me. And I'm like, um, even though it's long days and stuff, bro, like I wake up with a smile on my face and um, yeah, being no, able to no, change, that's, that's, yeah. yeah, being able to change other people's lives in like a, a good way is like awesome, bro. That's so mean, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I can't stop smiling. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it because you're seeing my face or is it just because oh, hearing nice things come like, out of my mouth for once? A bit of both, bro. bro. <laughs> Getting emotional, man. <laughs> oh, bro. Fuck, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's so fucking awesome. Cheers, my bro. Oh man. Um. Oh, bro. I think we've kind of covered side hustles. Like a, fair, day, a fair bit, bro. Yeah, like I think. I think we well checked that out. Mm. No, I'm I'm happy. Like the thing with um, I guess. 
bro, like when you asked me to come on, I was actually, I think, I don't know if you remember, but I was like, bro, I'd be stoked to come on. I think mainly because I, like we have a pretty similar story with like what we do and, and not, not many people will hear the side of us too. Like, yeah, like we're pretty, yeah. like we're pretty mellow, I guess. And um, I guess I keep to ourselves and like, bro, I like, love to take the piss a lot. But um, yeah, yeah, bro. Like, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm hardly ever like kind of serious about anything. Yeah, but, yeah. But it, it was, um, it was good, bro. Like being able to just like, because well, I'm passionate about your story. Um, like that's the that's the thing that got me, bro. Like I mean, I never forget the day that SK came out, and I was like, "Hang, hey, what the hell?" I was like, "No way, bro." <laughs> and then that's why, bro. That's why I noticed these little things, like when you hit a thousand followers and stuff. Like I see it. But then you've still got your your you know your your banter on there with your glasses at forty five degrees, bro. Safety first. <laughs> oh, bro, it's not safety; it's comfort, bro. Comfort, bro. <laughs> glasses, forty five degree angle. When you're fucking rhythm day three this year, and you've got bleeding ears, <laughs> just fucking look at me. <laughs> oh, can't wait for rhythm. Just an FYI. Can't wait. Shout out to rhythm. New Zealand next only, or yeah, New Zealand. Oh, plus Oz, I reckon. Plus, I was like, well, because yeah. um, uh, who's, uh, I think it's like Crooked Colors or something. Yeah, bro. Yeah. They're like an Aussie group. They're coming to New Zealand this, in September. Yeah. Nah, so, it'll be, it'll be NZ Plus. I was shout out to Rhythm and Vines. If you guys need any kit for Rhythm and Vines, hit my boy SK up. <laughs> Hamish, bro. Hamish, if you listen to this, um, I'll set a stall up, bro. I'll set a stall up. I'll dress some acts. Just hit me up. You know where to find me. Yeah, bro. No, anything um, else? Anything else? I think I covered everything from me, bro. Yeah, well, bro, it's yeah, that was fucking more, more just how awesome. it came from nowhere, but like it was always there. I guess that's the moral of the story. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I think I think one thing one thing I always um this is another like corny thing, but I'll just say it anyway. Like like when I was trying to figure out my um like what I wanted to do, I stopped um I stopped asking like what do I want to do. Like, and it was sort of more like, what don't I want to do? Like process of elimination. Yeah. I felt like, and I, I watched this video for those listening. There's this Matthew McConaughey speech um, where I got that from. And um, but he always says like, ask, like, he's like, don't ask what you are, ask what you are not. And then the process of elimination gets you to where you want to be. It doesn't matter how long it, it takes, but like you'll get there eventually. And then you'll find that happiness within. Yeah, bro. That's fucking powerful shit, man. <laughs> That's powerful shit. Um, yeah, finding your passions. Yeah, bro, finding your passions and sticking finding to it. Passion. And sticking to it. Yeah, I think that's the main thing, bro. It's it's, it's sticking to it because it's yeah. not it's not all like it's never all fucking rainbows and no. and unicorns. And like I said, like, bro, like like oh, you've been there when I had like my issues and stuff. Like you just got to get through, got to get through it. You you've been through the same thing, like your ups and downs. I'm pretty sure everyone listening's um, like had their own had had their own struggles and and like you like I said you learn a lot more from your from your experiences whether they're good or bad like that that heart condition thing rocked me a little bit but then but it's taken me to exactly where I am now like every decision you make everything that happens bro leads you to to a certain point yeah bro that would the fuck. I, I I never for like a minute thought that, that hard shit would stop you, bro. You're still running like fucking probably like four thirty Broncos or some shit. So <laughs> half marathon and gum boots. Um, half marathon and gum boots with bleeding nipples. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's just another story for another time. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, bro. That's another passion of mine, I guess. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, man. That's awesome, bro. Oh, well, fuck. That's, that was good, man. Not too easy, my bro. Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, thoughts on DC to the boys? Mate, I, I don't know if I can say this, but I had a massive stiffy when I woke up that morning and saw that. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. So did I. <laughs> Mate, so that, I, bro. that video the blues released, my God, where it was like him and his getting his kit on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bro. <laughs> Bro, that me oh my <laughs> straight into the bag, bro. Straight into the bag. <laughs> oh. Oh, I, I was like, I was, I was like a bit disappointed. They get didn't get to see him on the weekend. Sunday, yeah, on the weekend. Um, come, bro. Um, 
Oh, it'll come back. But I've like I've watched a couple of his games in Japan. Yeah, he's not he's not DC05. No, yeah, he's but not, he's DC. He's but he's still fucking DC, bro. Yeah, like he yeah. he can still play some fucking ball, eh? Yeah, and he'll 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 be um, good. I can I can he'll be a bench player, bro. I can I'll stick with that. Um, Oteri ten and Bodhi at fifteen, and then I can I bring him off the bench to finish. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I reckon he's, that's he, my. He, yeah, he's he's a um he's he's a fifteen minute man, bro. Yeah, especially in like that. Oh yeah, man. But in like in that fifteen minutes, I think I think my favorite part of the game though was old Finbar. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> shout out to Finlay Ooh. Christie, bro. Oh, shout out to Finlay Christie. Yeah. From six from six A to first fifteen to Pukeko under twenty one's flanker. <laughs> to three super rugby teams, bro. <laughs> to, to, to three super rugby teams. Finlay Christie. Fin, Finlay Christie. Remember the name. Next All Black. <laughs> oh, Remember bro. the name. It's County's Manicals next All Black. <laughs> That's um, it. He looks good in blue, doesn't he? Nah, bro. 100%. I think like, that's where it goes well be. against his. It goes well against his kind of translucent skin color. Brings out his eyes. Brings out his eyes. <laughs> I hope he listens eyes. to this. <laughs> well, I bro, I I, I DM'd him, I DM'd him like, or I mentioned him in my story yesterday. Yeah, but obviously because he's a super player now, my DM probably just goes straight to the bottom. <laughs> yeah, bro, he's blue tick now. So like, you got to be he's like, blue tick now, bro. Yeah. So. All my shit just goes straight to the bottom. <laughs> um, but fucking so good to see him in blue, bro. Yeah, bro. Good to see the boys kicking on, eh? Yeah, bro. And especially one of the boys that, like, fuck, you know, you wouldn't have thought would have kicked on. That's it, bro. Found his passion. Like, yeah, bro. Well, yeah. Similar story, just, man. Yeah. Similar story, bro. Like, just... I, I don't even think that he went down to uni to play rugby. He just no, he was unwanted, bro. He was unwanted, like by counties, basically, and then went down to for uni, bro. He went down to right. study, yeah, and then went down to study, bro. And then look, look at him. Yeah, bro. Goes down to study Canterbury Club Club Player of the Year. Surely get him oh. on the podcast, bro. I'm getting him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Finlay, Chris, if you're listening, bro, you're next. Yeah, bro. Finlay, Finbar, if you're listening, bro, you're next. Um. <laughs> 100% getting him on the podcast and 100% getting him dressed in some SK gears. Yeah. <laughs> the old like yeah. NBA walk-ins, bro, where they turn up in their kit, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, that'll be, uh, yeah. The new Russ Westbrook. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like the, the very white Russ Westbrook. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I think he's a girlfriend in the No way. We can talk no way, about <laughs> yeah. can talk about that on air too if he wants to talk about that on air. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Anyway, we'll bro, fuck. I think we'll wrap it we'll up. Wrap it there. Yeah, bro. My bro. Well, good to chat to you, and um, yeah, bro. Keep it on. My man. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in again to the podcast. Um, sorry about the audio. Uh, it was my first Zoom call and we're still trying to learn how to do some of this shit, uh, but we will get better. Um, before you go, I just have one more favor to ask. Other than rating and reviewing, sharing to your mates as usual, um, we're actually running a few raffles over on the Instagram page. Uh, the raffles are fundraising for the Papatoi Boxing Gym, uh, which is a local establishment that... Um, is really important to the community and to the development of youth in South Auckland. Uh, due to COVID, they've not been able to keep up with their financial commitments. And since they're a non-profit organization, all money that goes comes in from memberships goes into maintenance and upkeep of the gym. And um, three months of no gym has meant three months of no money. Uh, so they're in a bit of a, stri- in a, bit of a strife at the moment, um, and we're just trying to do a little bit to help and uh, keep this establishment that's loved by so many open so future generations of South Aucklanders can continue to love it. Um, so there's some good prizes over there. It's $10 a ticket. And you can either do that or you can do 
one ticket in every raffle for 25 bucks um and all proceeds from that are going to the gym and helping them out a bit so um rate the podcast review it um please don't put my shitty audio into into your review um and go over to head over to sk and have a look at the raffles anyway cheers guys see you next time